welcome to the season four premiere of the Lakers Locker Room. Yes, you heard it here. It is that time of year. The 22-23 OUA season is officially underway, and we are you're going to be hearing everything about Nipissing University Athletics here on the Lakers Locker Room this year. I'm your host, Tejan Graham, and today I'm super excited to be announcing our guest. He is the 21-22 men's soccer team's co-rookie of the year. Please welcome to Lakers Locker Room, my guy, Cedric Devil. Cedric, how you doing, man? Good, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. It's been a long time since I've seen you. I haven't seen you since April, so how's your summer been? Like, what you been up to the last three or four months? Um, been doing uh, quite a couple of things this summer. I had a move, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of soccer, you know. Um, I was actually injured as soon as I came back um, in April, so I was two months off the field. Uh, still working at a, uh, as a coach, you know, helping helping the club out and this year coaching my first uh, games for U11, U12s at my club, which was pretty fun. And uh, and w- after two months, once I came back, it was everyday soccer and just like really busy, busy schedules. But I mean, that's what I like. So I enjoy doing it every day. Yeah. What has that coaching experience been like for you? Because even our boy, we, I saw recently at you was your assistant coach now. So I know a lot of guys have I've I've seen personally have kind of taken that shift from a player to coach. What has that transition? What was that transition like for you this summer? Well, I've actually been coaching for uh, like three, four years now. But this summer was the first time I actually coached uh, my own team and uh, and games. So it's it's really a it's really a, a different view uh, when you're a coach than a player. And now that I started like coaching games, I I realized like the different perspectives. Uh, coaches might have during games like sometimes as a player your coach is going to say something and you won't really see it on the field but now that like I'm a coach too I can see sometimes different things that the players on the field can't see so it's good to to understand uh, both sides and it makes the communication easier once you know uh, both jobs. Would you say it kind of gives you a whole new appreciation of you know, the art of being a coach, because being a coach is not easy. And obviously being an athlete, you know, when you have coaches, sometimes they're yelling at you, saying things you're, sometimes you're just not trying to hear it. But now that you've had the experience of being a coach, does it give you a whole different perspective that you've never seen before or didn't even pay attention to that you have now? Yeah, it does. It, it does um, in terms of uh, different characters, because no one's going to have the same characters. So you got to, once you start coaching uh, new kids, like especially when they're 11 and 12, uh, you got to really like understand their characters, their weakness, uh, their strengths, and really like kind of pick out which player you you can a little bit uh, scream at in front of everyone and which player it's better to talk to on the side. So it's really it's really like a, like an experience that that you learn a lot from. Like like even the kids like now I can see their progress. Like the younger you are, the bigger progress you can make like in a short of, amount of time. And what I saw from the team I was coaching is just, it's just fun to watch. Like I just had my last coaching game last week and I saw the progress made by some players and it, it it's just happy to, to be like, oh yeah, I contributed to, to them getting better this, this summer. So it's really fun to watch. When your neighbors and career is over, could we say that we could be seeing a coaching part of you when you're done to school? Um... Probably not once I'm done the school. <laughs> um, my goal is still to to be a professional soccer player. Okay. So hopefully the 
the ideal uh the ideal career path would be uh to be a pro soccer player and uh once that is done possibly to look at uh being a coach yes but on the short term it's really player focused of course like for now while I'm at uni I'll keep doing coaching during the summer um to get my experience up but as soon as I'm done uni I'll I'll try and find a really a, a, a place where where I can go to the next level as a player. That's dope. That's dope. Transitioning into this upcoming season. So today is September 8th. So you guys are just about to get ready to kick off your season in two days on Saturday against our Northern Route rival Laurentian University. Um, okay. How how excited are you to kick off your second season in, in the OUA? Really excited, man. Like, it was, it was a little uh, tough to transition first year to get used to the short season. Um, last year it was only 10 games with uh, with still the COVID protocols. This year we'll have at least 12 games. Uh, but obviously our goal this season is, uh, is to get a, a playoff game uh, at home. So, I mean, we got to kick it off strong. We got we to gotta get a win uh, this Saturday and just go off from the start. Just have high expectations and high goals and yeah, just just go at it, man. Yeah, you guys have a lot of old returning players coming back like yourself, but you also you also have a lot of new players coming in. What's yeah. the camaraderie mindset been like in training camp heading into you know this weekend playing your first game? It's been good. Like I can see uh I can see that everyone returning players as well as new players are determined to to get great results this year. The the work put in at practice is is always high, and uh, we've had a we've had a big uh, big preseason uh, training camp, uh, lots of work, lots of training, uh, but everyone's just been uh, been there working hard, and we're just preparing as best as possible for the season, and it's been looking good so far. So we're gonna try and put all uh, all those efforts and and show uh, show Nipissing uh, with the home opener on uh, on Saturday. And, and hopefully get a get a W and start the season off right. Having a year under your belt now and now looking to go into your second season, you obviously had the opportunity to play against this type of competition. In this offseason, what was the biggest emphasis that you wanted to focus on to improve your game going into this season in terms of the mental aspect? Is it part of your game, your body? What was your big emphasis of how you trained this past offseason? Personally, um, my goal once the past season was done was really to to get some uh, to put some weights and uh, and get uh, physical like physically stronger. Um, and I'm just trying to be at the gym every day off season, and it's it's been well. I've I've put on a I would say three to four kilograms, so it's been it's been enough, you know, like I was trying to still balance it to not take on too much weight. Cause if I took too much weight, I'd have to cut before the season and really adjust because you have to try to find the perfect balance of being uh strong enough, but not too heavy on the field. Because uh, in my position as an attacking mid, uh, I need a lot of agility, so I can't be too heavy. I need to be quick on my feet and I still need to build a, a strong physique because as we know, the the OUA is a very strong league. Uh, it's based on on physicality. Like that's what most of the games are going to be, very physical. And if if you're not ready, gotta hit the gym, man. Gotta get ready, strong, and just just go at it. 
and I think that's a dilemma too that a lot of athletes kind of um kind of go through, especially when you're coming first year in the second year, and obviously you still are you still a teenager? Are you nineteen? Uh, yeah, 19, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so like when I came in my first year, I was the same way. I was nineteen. So when you're a pretty younger, still trying to find the balance of like your body is still growing. You're trying to see what the competition level is like to see what works for you. And then when you play your first year, you're trying to see, okay, this is possibly what I need to do in terms of if it's my body, if it's my mental aspect, so on and so forth. I think a lot of times a lot of athletes kind of have that dilemma of, okay, what body mass works for me? Because even I can talk about last season, like I I was, I think, 210, 215 my first year. And then going to last training camp, I went in as like 220 thinking, okay, I need to bulk up. Then I was moving around and I'm thinking, hmm don't like the way I'm moving. I think it's a little too heavy and I trim back down to 215. So I do I do appreciate the fact that you said that because I think a lot of times athletes try to find that best balance that works for them. Even professional yeah. athletes talk about all the time. You see a lot of times there are guys that bulk up for a certain reason, but then as guys get older, for example, like guys like LeBron, guys trim down because of the wear and tear. So I definitely think it's important that you kind of alluded um, to the to body type. Um, I definitely want to talk go back to last season. So obviously you talked about at the beginning – 21, 22 years, your first year. Um, OEA were just coming back. Obviously, all the sports were still going through the COVID situation, hence why you guys only played 10 games. When you're coming into your first year, and I can speak from the first experience, you have all these expectations or ideas of how it's supposed to go or what you think you're going to be. Based on how it went for you, take away the rookie of the year for a second. How much of your experience that ended up being was similar or different to what you anticipated when you first came in last year well to be honest like um i didn't know like what to expect much in terms of uh like like playing level like the league how intense it would be but um i've heard a lot that uh like in a lot of universities first year students don't don't play a lot uh, or don't play at all so my goal was definitely um my first goal was definitely to get some minutes uh under my belt and just try to every every week build up those minutes and get more and more playing time um and to be honest i uh i got more playing time than i thought i would have and i was pretty happy with that and i i was just trying to do my best from the start of the season so i'm happy it paid off and it allowed me to get more and more minutes uh going forward in the season Every rookie kind of has that one person or sometimes a couple guys in terms of veterans that kind of take you under the wing and kind of help you along the journey for you personally, who was that person on the team last year that kind of took the, took you under the wing, kind of helped you progress as the year went on. To be honest, um, I couldn't point out just a uh, one, like when I came in, it was very welcoming. I remember staying uh, at Devin's uh, house for, uh, for the three, four training camps in the summer. And from the start, uh, he was very welcoming, showing us around, bringing us to, to the boat, like, the nice places around North Bay and just really explaining us and and kind of answering all the all the questions we had because I know I'm someone that uh, talks a lot sometimes and has a lot of questions on my mind. So it was good. Uh, it was good for him to really be that leader and and just show um, help us basically help us through uh, to go through stuff obviously and uh, and obviously I got close with. Uh, with uh, Elias Maladin in Austin, I live now with uh with Elias in Austin, uh, which uh, which is a big step too. Going from uh, rest to a house, I'll see uh, I'll see how it goes uh, this year. Obviously, Rez was 
was the first time I really lived alone. So it's a big step. And now it's still going to be something different because at rest, you kind of got everything done for you. But in a house, it's, it's a bit different. Uh, it's bigger. So there's more things to take care of. So, yeah, it's. Let's let's down that for a second, because I went through the same thing. And I know a lot of athletes, you know, even doing the senior send up series last year talked about this. What was that adjustment period like? Because people don't understand, like, or some people do, like, when you're so used to assisting your whole life, you know, being home, you know, having parents around, having that support system around, and then moving away from home for the first time at 18 is, is a, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. What was that transition like for you in terms of being on your own for the first time, like you alluded to? And how long would you say it took for you to be comfortable and having a routine for yourself? Well, to, to be honest, it's... um. It's hard to say how long it took because obviously the first two months of uh of uni is the soccer season. And once the soccer season is done, it's again, you kind of start from scratch again and going to change your routine and your schedule because you won't be like when the soccer season is there, you, we're like away almost every weekend. Once the season was done, we're there on the weekend. So it, it's it's a lot to adjust like. For example, when like before uni, I was able to make some basic meals, but you realize once you get to uni, you need to cook for yourself three times a day at least. And a lot of people don't realize that if you want to eat healthy, like it takes a lot of time, three meals a day to do yeah. it yourself, especially when you're an athlete, you get back from training at 8, 9 p.m., you go in the shower and you're there you just want to go to bed but you got to eat get your get your body rested and back with energy so that's really a big thing to adapt you know making sure you do your laundry like a lot as an athlete too it's really you gotta you gotta pay attention also like budget wise like you mm -hmm. gotta manage like like i'm not gonna lie the first month it was really um complicated every time I was, I was doing grocery shopping um I had a list but still then it's it's hard to plan every meal for a week or two it's sometimes you just gotta kind of try and really think about it before you do a grocery yeah. <laughs> before you go there and just like like make sure you're not gonna buy too much or like not enough and like obviously the budget is important because that's something I realized first year uni. Like I'm probably gonna tell a few of the of the rookies on the team, like you really gotta watch out for your money because it can just first year it can really like fly away. You you gotta start learning how to how to manage your budget. It's it's a really big big part of uni, especially if you're gonna stay four or five years. Yeah. You can't be throwing away because you're already paying for your studies, which is expensive. So that's a big thing. Yeah, and I think too, and that was kind of one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to go away for school is because you grow up quicker and you learn all these skills because sometimes people are so accustomed to, like I said, the environment of being comfortable. And people, everyone knows like in order to grow, you have to be, as the saying says, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think being away from home, especially you being 18, I think you kind of went through that. And I think it was good because you learned a lot of things now 
And then as you go on throughout university career, you're just going to get better and better. You're going to grow and grow. And now you have the knowledge to help other people, which I always say is the most important thing. Like if you have knowledge, share with it, especially as you get older on your team. Like there's no point in you going through the stuff that you went through, but not using that to help other people because other people are going to go through the same thing, especially student athletes. Yeah, I think you've known within one year, it's pretty common. Basketball, soccer, hockey, you all go through the same struggles. I think what was good for me um, coming into the first year, um, I came in with uh, Arjun Estelle and Isaac, who I was playing uh, soccer with in Ottawa for the past five years. Mm -hmm. um, and I was sharing a, a res apartment with uh, Arjun, which which made it easier because you don't feel as much uh, as much alone. And every time you got a, a question, you can just like go to each other and just kind of get two brains together and figure, <laughs> figure things out uh, on how things work. And it was just, it was an easier step to adapt. I definitely think that uh, if you're coming into uni alone, it's, it's difficult at the start, but that you're going to make friends. Like at uni, that's, it builds up quick. Like you meet a lot of people quick. Uh, it's not always easy to remember everyone's names, but, uh, mm -hmm. but especially when you go to a university like Nipissing, uh, it's pretty small. And to be honest, I like it better here because we kind of say everyone knows each other and it's more cozy. It's more like a big family. Yeah. Uh, and it's like the, the profs also can help you better because the classes are smaller. Like everyone is kind of there for each other compared to a big uni. It would be a little more complicated to get help and to just get people to, to help you at least your first year to kind of show you show you how it's done and to get you started but here it's really it's been it's it's been a smooth transition sorry especially after like like the covid like last year when we started the covid slowly started to slow down but uh it was just a good transition uh from all that covid period to to the first year yeah. and would you say in your recruitment process the fact that nimbus university kind of has an environment that like you said you said cozy would you say that was the biggest draw to you in terms of why you decided to come here last year uh i uh, i think the biggest reason why was probably the soccer team at first okay. uh, really trying to i i felt like coming here i i would be able to to show my full potential from the start and um as the coach said it it, it didn't matter if you were first year or fifth year if you're good enough, you'll get minutes. And that's what I like. I didn't want to go somewhere where they don't really look at how you play. They just kind of look at how old you are and, and put you on the field. I really wanted to, to have that mentality that uh, if you give everything and and you just work hard, that you'll be able to, to get some minutes. And obviously, um, before coming here, I didn't know much about North Bay, but right. I, was, I was pretty um, surprised with, with how how it is it's kind of like like a little uh, vacation city like i would say <laughs> like you know there's a beach a lake especially in the summer it it really feels like like summer you would go like on a vacation to kind of chill um it's small yes but i feel like it's pretty good um there's still a, like there's still a few things to do uh during the school year like we can still have fun it it doesn't mean that we're in north bay that we can't have fun like right. Like there's still a lot of things to do and you can just meet so many people that 
you'll have you'll always have something to do and something fun to do so yeah i like it around here it's nice it's nice like what you'll be hearing so far make sure to follow us on ig at lakers locker room and subscribe to our youtube channel while you're at it where you can find clips of all our episodes and video content associated with the podcast part two of the lakers locker room starts now Last season, and specifically last April, you were named the co-rookie of the year. Talk to me about that. Uh, big achievement uh, on the on the personal level. Um, coming in, it's not something I really was thinking about. I was really thinking about like like doing a good season and and just like I said, getting some playing time. And the more the season uh, went forward, the the more I saw myself. Uh, getting better and uh and just improving and obviously like like after the season was done once we started training in the winter too and we got closer to the ceremony a lot like everyone started talking about it a little bit and and when i thought about it i was like yeah why not uh it, it could be something i would win um and as my goals were high like i would have been a little disappointed if i didn't win because oh I me- I remember I was sitting next to you. I remember you were you were upset you said I'd be upset if I didn't win <laughs> I, I remember I mean I set high expectations for myself on the field so I'm ha- I'm just happy that I got I got rewarded on the solo level but obviously like like I'm happy with that prize but we didn't like get to our goal as a team last year so like this year it it's good to get individual prices, but it's way better to to go further as a team, because yes, last year I got I got rookie of the year, but we only played ten games. We didn't get to to a playoff game, and and we just got to try and and do it this year to to have more games, more fun, and I mean, the farther we go, the more fun we'll have because the competition will be higher, and and more people will be watching the games more people will be looking at you. And that's something I like about soccer. Um, I like when a lot of people are there. Um, it gives kind of a little pressure, but I like playing with with pressure on. So it's it's something I enjoy. So obviously going far in the playoffs would uh, would increase all, the, all those things. You touched on it too. So obviously the last few years, the program took steps forward, you know, making the playoffs pretty consistently. You guys, unfortunately, did take a step back by not qualifying last year. Going into, you know, this weekend and and this season, how is the team's mindset approach to how far this team could go this season? What is everyone saying in the locker room or on the, on the field in terms of how far this team can really go? Well, obviously everyone wants to go as far as possible. And that starts with, uh, with our goal to have a, to host a playoff game um but obviously that's uh that's the first step like in the back of our heads we want it's not just about uh hosting a playoff game and and if we we do we'll be happy no like if we host a playoff game it's going to be there to win and and we just want to reach as far as possible like like i i just want to like on my level i my goal is to be in the in the oua finals this year and just have a spot, uh, like have an opportunity to to tr- try and possibly go to nationals. And yes, it's it's a big thing to say, considering like the small school we are. But 
from what I've seen on the field, it's completely possible. Like we have the players there, we have the mentality. And if we all play strong together, we can do big things this season. Where do you see your role expanding this year from, from last year? Like I said, you had the year, you won rookie of the year, obviously, so you had a successful year personally. You now have a little bit of experience. You kind of you kind of have the mindset in terms of how this works. You kind of have the routine. Where are you looking to take that next jump in your the game this year? If it's on the field, if it's off the field, if it's your routine, like where do you see yourself taking that jump this year? Like, obviously, the first thing is going to be uh, now that I have, like, the first year experience, it's from the start of a, of the season, have a really organized schedule and uh, and try to respect that schedule every single day uh, just to, to be consistent and uh, to get my body ready for the season. Um, and once the season starts, it's, uh, it's all about improving. Uh, and f- from what I did last year, uh, my goal is to get a, uh, more goals, more assists than I did last year. Uh, and uh, possibly for me to make uh, the OUA All-Star team, That's that would be a personal goal. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, uh, in my opinion, if uh, if the further a team goes in this league, the, the more opportunities we'll have to have a couple players on our team make the OUA All-Star. So it's really... It would be an individual reward, but at the end of the day, it's a team award because if you don't go far as a team, you it's gonna be you can't do everything alone. It's we're eleven on the field, where there's a couple a couple players uh, on the bench with coaches. Even even we got a we got a big big squad, so it's really everyone plays a role. Like if one week you don't play as much or you don't play, you're still important to the team can still help with your voice, with what you're saying. Sometimes the smallest things you say in a locker room can sh- change one player's game. Like I remember last year, right before the game started, um, Devin had like, Devin had a really like nice speech, like short, but nice speech right before our game on the field. And it's really like, like something that like, that like touched me inside. And I was like, okay, like now I realize, okay, I'm here. This is what I need to to get, and I just need to to die for whoever's beside me on the field. Do you remember what he said? Um, you know my sharing? Yeah, it was it was a lot of uh, it was a little bit uh, a little bit emotional, uh, just talking about uh, about how now we're on our own, but um, we're playing for uh, for family, for parents. Um, they helped us get through here, and like. Really, like on the personal uh, side of things, like yeah. I have complicated things with like family, so it's really like when he got this face shot, it's really something that touched me, but in a positive way, like it motiv- motivated me to to really get on the field and just just kill it out there. Well, that Devin Dunath is a wise man. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but um, Cedric, we are winding down on this podcast episode, so I'm really appreciative having you on. Um, quick hitters. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. Just say the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Okay. Three artists that you have to listen to before a game. Well, uh, Booba, French rapper. Okay. Uh, Lil TJ. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, the third one, uh, J. Cole for uh, oh. role models. 
<laughs> you know, last, last song right before a game just I had a feeling you're gonna say that I don't know why but as soon as you said Jake Carmel this guy's promising no romance yeah that song before a game just it's different yeah so whew, I like that list if you could spend a day with someone dead or alive who would it be? Uh, at this moment it would be my grandpa mm. uh, passed away this summer so it would really be uh, be him right now but uh I'm sure, I'm sure he's he's happy where uh, he can see me and he's proud of me from uh, where he is. Okay. Favorite athlete? Uh, favorite athlete would be Eden Hazard. Okay. Uh, but uh, but the brand is right there because I have a very similar playing style to him, and everyone just just calls me KDB. So so that's. My third one, one, the one that made me fall in love with soccer is Eden Hazard, yeah. Nice. Uh, Favorite movie? Complicated one. Uh, I would probably say uh, one of the Mission Impossibles. Okay. Really like uh, Tom Cruise in those movies, so probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, since it is 2022, it's the year of the World Cup, so it's only befitting. Who do you got winning the World Cup? I'm going to go for a. Uh, from my heart here, Belgium, man. <laughs> I, I have to say it. I have to say it. I have to believe in my country. I gotta believe in it. Dang, man. Final question. You talked about it, and I really appreciate how much you. It seems like you learned a lot from your first year. But um, just to sum it down for final question before we we end off here. Word of advice for incoming student athletes. If you got one. Um, patience. Be patient. You're gonna every day. You're gonna learn new things at uni, and sometimes you sometimes you'll see that uh, you're being patient. It's everything is just gonna come to you at uni. It's just you'll learn new things every day without even looking for them. It's just you just gotta be patient and just take everything, take every information that people give to you. You just gotta take it in because most of the information someone is going to give you especially if they're older it's it's something that you got to keep in the back of your mind because it might be something that you might need in, in your uh, future university career well with that with that that is the end of the quick hitters which means that's the end of this episode cedric super appreciative for you taking the time to come on um you know it's been great being your friend of last year i'm really excited for you and the team to kick off this weekend against laurentian so best of luck I'll definitely be there to support you guys and appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you so uh, much. Th- thanks for inviting. It was a it was a good one. No doubt. And with Thank that you. being said, that is a wrap on the season four premiere of the Lakers Locker Room, officially kicking out 22-23 in style. I want to thank my man Cedric Devos for joining us. You can find the video version of this interview on YouTube and listen to the full interview on all podcast streaming platforms. Peace.